Welcome to Branding Your Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King, and thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast today, whether it's your first time or if you've been here before. And if you are new, just to tell you a little bit about Branding Your Real Estate, it is exactly how it sounds. It's for real estate agents created by a real estate agent to give you inspiration, motivation, and ideas to help you improve your brand and your business as a real estate professional. And This is a journey for me as well. And this is a wonderful, amazing community that is starting. And I really do think that we can be the change in real estate. And there is a movement going on and real estate is pivoting and going in a different direction. And I'm just so excited to be a part of this change. And I want to welcome you to also have your hand in where the direction real estate is going. So I mentioned earlier a community and I found that through the agents that I've met and the inspiration I'm getting from you by following some of you on Instagram, I really wanted to create some sort of like forum where we can all get together and share ideas and pick each other's brain and mastermind and just grow and evolve and by us evolving so will the real estate industry and it's all about branding you attraction marketing and making us fall in love with this business even more i mean real estate is such a great profession to be in and i'm just really looking forward to the direction that it's going in and to be a part of that So with that, did I mention, this is where I was heading, um, that I have created a branding new real estate community Facebook group, not a page, but a group. I have the page that's just for some of my information to go, but the group is private. Um, We are literally at ground zero. So I don't want this just to be my group. I want it to be a community of you and me and anyone else in the real estate industry that really is seeing that real estate is changing. We don't have to do things the way that they used to be done. We don't have to follow the rule book, throw that rule book out and let's be the change we want to see in real estate. So I really hope to have you join that group. There's like five of us to the five of you. If you are listening, thank you for just trusting me and joining and being there at ground zero. And you know, I'm not going to try and push it to increase the numbers. That's not what I want. I want quality members who really want to be a part of this movement and this change in real estate and who will have an opinion and who will share their thoughts and who won't be scared to ask a question because we are going to be there for each other and we are going to make the change in real estate. Also, check me out on Instagram because that's where I put a lot of information. So I have a podcast that comes out like once a week. I hope that gives you something to work with, gives you ideas, inspires you, whatever. Um, But my Instagram, I try and post daily, either sharing tips on real estate, tips on branding. I love doing mindful journaling specifically geared towards realtors, just so when you wake up in the morning, it'll be a prompt that hopefully will give you something to spark creativity or ideas or just get you motivated to take on the day when it's one of those days that you don't want to take it on. So check out both the group on Facebook, that is Branding You Real Estate Community, and then check out my Instagram, Branding You underscore Real Estate. All right, so you aren't here to hear me rant about following me on those places. It's really only just to help you. Today, we are getting into the podcast, which we are talking about 
the product, the product that is you, the product of you selling real estate. And the first thing before we get into the meat of that, there was a mindful morning journaling prompt that I gave out actually this morning that has to do with this. So bear with me, either if you're listening, just kind of write it out in your mind or think about it. But what would be the perfect review that someone wrote for you? Like, what do you want people to say about you? And it could be anything. You know, they're not going to say, wow, she had a beautiful logo, which you'll hear. I, If you haven't listened to my podcast, it's all about the branding and how you look and the logo and the website, but we're not getting into that. What do you want this review to say? Is it you're a, you're, you have incredible market knowledge, that you're calm, cool, and collected, and that you were very communicative, and you were the source of the source, and you really knew the process, and you made it a smooth closing, or you made going looking at homes an adventure and personal, and wh- I don't know. I'm just trying to give you some ideas, but think about that perfect review. And then you want to make sure and look at the product that you are putting out there. Does that align with the review? So we're kind of doing this backwards. We're going to the end. A lot of people write the end of their story first and then they go from there. So right now we're writing the end of your story. What do you want people to say? Make sure that your product, this is the experience and service that you're giving your client aligns with that. And then make sure your brand aligns with your product. All right, so that should get you started, and then we will move on to the meat of this. So now that you have an idea of the impression that you want to leave, this is kind of like your legacy of what is left with your clients and customers when they're done with you. They're never really done, right? They're always referring people or coming back, but... You know what I'm saying. What is that impression that you want to leave them? So we just got done defining what that perfect review would look like. So how are we going to make sure that we get that perfect review? And that's by having the perfect product, a product that aligns with that review. And so often in this podcast, I'm always pushing branding and leading with your signature and pretty logos and a great Instagram and impressions there and attraction marketing. And that's great. And say you do all of that and then you have a really crappy product. So the branding will only do so good for so long because once you keep putting a bad product out there, what's going to happen? People are going to talk. They're going to tell other people how bad you are at real estate. And that can hurt your brand. And worse than that, it will tarnish your reputation. And sometimes there is no turning back on that. And I say this because a lot of times first year agents jump into it, take the leads that they can get and run with it and put their name on things even when they don't know really what they're doing and just learn as they go, which that's typically a great way to go about it. Learn as you go, but not when you have someone else's money that you're handling or you know this is their livelihood this might be their dream to purchase a home or maybe someone really needs to sell it because they need that cash and who knows for whatever personal reasons but this is someone's livelihood this is a big deal this is people's biggest purchase or biggest sale that they will ever have in their entire life and they are trusting us with it so I just ask that you be honest with yourself and honest with your buyers and sellers 
and spend the first year really creating a good product, not learning as you go. Because when you learn as you go, you make mistakes that you learn from. And like I said, you're making mistakes with someone else's livelihood. And that's just not a nice thing to do. And so there's a couple things. One, you're hurting your product, your brand. You might just kill your chance to be a real estate professional because you've hurt your reputation so much and it's really hard to come back from that. And secondly, this one's a little selfish, but any serious real estate professional will appreciate this. By you just kind of going in, doing it part-time, or just learning as you go and making those mistakes, it really makes us as a whole look bad. Sometimes we already, we already get a bad rep. Not sometimes, we do. We have a bad rep as real estate professionals. And I, I want to change that. And I would love for you to be on board to change that. And the reason why we do is because people start selling homes who have never done it before and make a lot of mistakes. And it's, it's really bad business for the rest of us. And it waters down our profession when really what we do is supply a lot of value to our clients and customers. And we don't want that reputation as an industry whole to be tarnished either. So think about those two things. And then think about the brand that you're putting out there. And then think about the product that you're putting out there. Are they aligning? So maybe someone does see this professional product they're really connecting with you and say you market yourself and you're really likable on Instagram TV and someone just really falls in love with that personality. And then instead of the bubbly personality that they got on Instagram, they're getting this like grumpy fella that just is not helpful, is not knowledgeable like they promised in their branding and doesn't communicate. So just the brand isn't aligning with the product and then they have a bad experience and they leave a bad review whether they read it on zillow or realtor.com or they tell other friends about it so there goes your entire real estate career of you killing it the first year so i'm trying to scare you into that because there is a chance that if you have bad transactions this year it might really hurt your reputation to almost a point of it being fatal for your career. And coming back from that, like I said, is really hard. So with focusing on the product today, I will be giving some tactical ideas and things that you can run with to help you get really good at the basics when it comes to real estate and take your beginner status to expert status over maybe six months to a year if you really hunker down and work full time and study and use your free time to get better at your craft. So keep on listening. There's more details to come. Feel free to grab a pen and paper or shoot me a text, 772-633-6219. I can jot all this down to you and shoot you a text or an email or whatever's best for you. All right, keep on listening. So I realized I was a little harsh in the last segment uh, that you just finished listening to, which my goal was to try and kind of scare you into the fact of you really need to take the time to get good at real estate. If not, you could ruin your chances of really making it big in this business. It is a part of the branding process. 
making sure you have a good product or a good brand. So enough of that. Let's actually talk about something you can do, some action you can take immediately after ending this podcast to start learning and growing and becoming that expert of a real estate professional. So I just started jotting down a ton of ideas, no specific order, and I'm just going to kind of ad lib it here. So just bear it with me. And I'm going to start with the fact that when I started real estate, um, I jumped on a high producing team. If you're able to do that, take advantage of that. I, six years in and a lot of transactions later, I'm still learning all the time. Um, and because I jumped into this high producing team working, you know, 60 hours right out of the gate a week, um, and seeing a little bit of everything still to this day, seeing new things, um, I, didn't really take full advantage of all the training that I'm suggesting to you. Um, but if I was going out on my own uh, without the supervision or mentorship of someone as a team leader, this is what I would do. I've kind of dabbled in some of this, which has helped me grow and progress and evolve as a real estate professional. But the biggest thing was jumping on a team uh, with leaders and a leader who has been in the industry for a long time. Um, so I always had a mentor there and I guess I'll get started there. So if you aren't jumping on a team, find yourself a mentor in the industry, someone that you look up to and someone who has a lot of experience in your market area and a lot of real estate experience, of course. And there's a couple ways you can do this. Sometimes going into your brokerage, your broker acts as that mentor, but not all brokerages work that way. Some, uh, brokerages, the managing broker is, an agent themselves and they don't really do the handholding. You know, they're there to make sure everything runs smoothly, but they aren't really acting as that mentor. So, and this is even before you take your test or get signed on with a brokerage. If you're not with one already, I would suggest making this one of your interview questions. Remember that you are interviewing them as well and you need to see who's a good fit for you. So when you're interviewing these brokerages, ask them about, you know, their training program and their mentorship program and how the broker acts as a mentor or is it more, you know, figure it out. I'm here if you have any questions kind of thing. So ask that question. So say your broker is not the handholding type and they don't have that type of mentorship program. Look for an agent or uh, broker associate in that brokerage and just approach them and say, hey, I really like how you do business and I would love if you could be my mentor for the next year as I start this new amazing career. Make sure when you approach them that you have clear expectations of what you will need from them and it could be anything from meeting once a month and just talking about wins, losses, and things that you can learn from them. And also maybe having them a phone call away or a text away for any questions that come up if you're doing any transactions yourself. And and all the, all the in-between. Just have them be your go-to. And with that, I suggest giving something back to them because it's going to be a lot of work for them. Um, so make it worth their while. And you likely are coming to this industry with a bit different background, different skill set, and is there something you can offer them? Could I, I'm just going off of my own example of maybe what skill sets I'm bringing to the table, but I 
it was me, I would offer uh, doing their social media and posting for them or just creating a Facebook and Instagram or taking their pictures or writing their copy. And this is a good way to learn a lot about the industry as well. So see if there's something you can trade with them and offer. Just a nice little gesture and it'll make them really want to work with you more. Um, And we're going to go to training. So I talked about training, which you can do with your mentor. But there's a lot of um, different things out there from NAR to your brokerage level to the board of realtors, the local board. There's so many education and training opportunities there, but you can't just sit back and have it handed to you, which I learned. I did not know that on the NAR website, which I will try and film this and add it to my Instagram and add it to a highlight somewhere. I'm not really sure yet because I don't have um, a highlights medallion for that. I'm not sure what I'll call it, like real estate resources. That sounds good. Um, And go into NAR because there is so much training and there's so many certifications that you can get. And especially right now with COVID, like everything has gone virtual. So you don't have to fly anywhere or stay anywhere or pay for really expensive hotel meals. So there is so much online right now that NAR offers. So please go check that out. Um, And also check with your brokerage. Some of the bigger brokerages do have training programs um, and just do them all. Do as much as you possibly can. And so the board of realtors, usually there are committees, education committees. Get on the board Uh, get on a committee, be involved with the board of realtors. There's training involved in there. And then that's where we'll segue into get on the board of realtors. It's a hard pill for some people to swallow because it's like, why am I using my precious time to be on the board of realtors? It's not a lead generator. You aren't meeting new clients and customers. You aren't getting your brand out there to the community. So why do it? And I have been a part of the board and I started with just joining some committees and then I uh, got on the actual board as a secretary and now I've been a director for a few years. And I love it. I mean, and the reason is I have connected with my fellow agents who are in my brokerage and outside my brokerage. And this helps with showings and transactions and getting helpful information about a property and just the communication and that relationship is already built. So it makes it much easier when it does come down to negotiating deals or setting up showings. So keep that in mind. That was just kind of a a side note there. Um, But the board of realtors, they know what's going on nationally with things that might affect um, the housing market. So having that knowledge just adds to your tool belt that you can share with your buyers and customers and sellers that other agents may not have. So you're just adding to your toolbox there by being a part of that board and learning more of things that you aren't going to get in normal training or that you're going to see um, following a transaction. So definitely test that out. All right, still going down my list here. I said find a team, a mentor, training. And here's one because I know that getting into the real estate industry and just quitting your job cold turkey is crazy. Like, why would you do that? Now you make no money. I mean, that's how any business works is that you're not going to make, and look at this as your business. So you're not going to make money right from the get-go. You aren't getting paid hourly. This is not your standard nine to five, Monday through Friday with someone breathing down your neck, making sure that you're showing up at the office, 
a certain time and that you're staying until five o'clock and you take that very short lunch break. No one is, no one is monitoring you except for you. Now I just went way off the path of where we're going. Uh, but this is where I was going. You're not going to make money right from the get go. You're not going to make that much the first year. And I promise if you stick with it, it is worth it. So with that, a lot of people decide, all right, I'll start real estate part-time. If you heard the first part or the second part of this podcast, I really don't suggest that. Unless you're doing it part-time and doing admin work for someone and not putting your name on something and you have a mentor in place or you're working on a team, there's a team lead who has their self-interest in any of the transactions that you're doing. So they are there to handhold. Um, because really it's not a part-time career if you want to be successful. And if you're doing it part-time, you aren't getting the experience and your mind is kind of elsewhere. Uh, so you aren't absorbing all this real estate information when you're spreading yourself too thin. And that leaves you it makes you vulnerable to making more mistakes and more mistakes means bad reviews and bad reviews means bad branding or your bad brand. Um, that's when you're allowing other people to brand you. Um, so make sure what people are saying are good things. And that means that you're giving a good product. And still, I just keep going and not getting to the point. I'm so sorry. (laughs) So the point is, Yes, you're not going to make money that first year. So how are you going to do that and quit your job? Oh my God, that's just a crazy concept. I know. See if there's any agents or brokers in your brokerage or maybe even outside of it, if that's okay, check with your um, managing broker on this to see if you can do some admin and side work. And that could be, you know, maybe you're good at photography or you just have the new camera and you have a good angle and Um, they need you to do some admin work, but photography, writing up uh, descriptions for the homes, um, writing articles and blogs that have to do with real estate or the community for your agency. I don't know. I'm just, these are things that I've done that have helped me make a little side money. Uh, we have a lot of people in our agency that do drone photography and drone video and other agents in our office hire them. So now they're making a couple extra hundred bucks throughout the month and that always just helps and it keeps you in real estate so you're still learning real estate and still getting paid just figure out how much you want to get paid hourly you're welcome to reach out to me and I'll share what I charge Um, but I don't know if this will help you but feel free to reach out I'll give you my cell phone one more time 772-633-6219 I'm happy to share my fees and what I've been charging for writing articles doing photography it's all a little different And we'll keep going down this list. Oh, so this one I think is um, a lot of fun. So you have to be mindful of your time, right? So this year, this first year, you are going to be building your brand. And with that, you need to build content. So content is what is going to drive people to you, whether that's video or writing or posts on your social media accounts. But build content. Start your website now and make it a place where when someone Googles how to move to X, Y, and Z, wherever you're located or best restaurants or, um, what to expect during an inspection at wherever your location is. So where I'm going with this is interview professionals in your industry. And you can even do a podcast. If you want, reach out to me too. I use anchor. It's free. It's amazing. 
and it's an easy way to get started. But I have found, because I did this for the Board of Realtors and we're starting to do expert panels, um, but that's a whole other story. But we interview professionals in our industry. So we interview attorneys and lenders and inspectors and appraisers. We haven't made it to all of them. Um, architects and, and professionals at DPNR that has to do with zoning and getting an earth change permit and all of that. So understanding all of that helps you learn more. And I find that facilitating these interviews does two things for me. I'm now building content for my uh, social platforms or articles that maybe I'll write for other magazines and websites. And also I am learning. And maybe that's the best way for me to learn is actually like be involved and ask the questions. And But it really helps me learn more. And you're building relationships. So actually three positive things you're getting from these interviews with professionals in your industry. Relationships are so important, by the way. So use it as an opportunity to build those relationships. And we're almost done. I'm kind of mad that I missed a couple of things on here. I had some other ideas the other day. I'll, I'll put them on my Instagram if I have more ideas that come up that will help you improve your craft as a real estate professional and just help you gain knowledge. Um, but subscribe to some real estate websites and article subscriptions. So for example, Inman, they really have some good concrete information. And it's, you know, it could be anything from branding and marketing yourself to um, negotiating skills, interviewing of top producers. They send out like two emails almost a day and it's really good information. I can't even make it to all of them. I I've put a whole bunch aside, like, I'm going to read those. Um, But really good information on Inman. You do have to pay for it. Uh, My brokerage includes it. Thank you, Schmidt. Ask your brokerage if they include anything like that. But if not, I don't think it's that much. And it's worth it. Like, they really keep you up to date with the market as a whole. Not your general location, but the market uh, nationally. So subscribe there. If I think of some other subscriptions you should be a part of. Um, you want to make sure it's a reputable source, not just someone like putting their opinion out there. It might not be correct. And I recently joined a Facebook group, uh, like Real Estate Mastermind, and I find that interesting. And I'm actually learning a ton from there. There are like thousands and thousands of agents on there. And so questions come up all the time that I'm like, oh, I want to know the answer to that. And there's hundreds of responses from agents all over who have experienced something that maybe you haven't. Uh, So that's a great way to learn about the industry as well and have mentors at your fingertips, mentors that you have never even met. Uh, So that should, that should be it. I'm sure I have more that I would want to add on to this. Again, I'll add anything and resources. I think that's what I'm going to call it in my highlights, which are the reels right above my grid on Instagram. I'll see what I can add there that is real estate resources. So anything that you can use to help you get better at real estate, to get good at the basics, like that is the goal. Get good at the basics this year because that in the end will determine your brand and it'll either kill your brand or make it flourish. So go out there, get good at the basics. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode please come back for more. Please join the community, branding 
you real estate community on the Facebook group. It's a Facebook group, not a page. And then also, again, I am most active on Instagram and I'll I'll do some follow-ups to this podcast um, that hopefully will have resources for you that you can go back to. And that is uh, branding you underscore real estate. Check me out there. I really hope to meet you there. I hope to follow you to get inspired as well. So please follow me and I'll follow you back. All right. Happy branding.